0: This is the Truth Network. Hidden treasures of the song of songs, which is Solomon's. So in today's episode, I thought it would be good, or I felt led by the Holy Spirit to climb back up maybe to 30,000 feet and review the third chapter overall, since we have now finished those verses which are really, really um, connected to our, our, you know, our whole plan here was to discover more of these statutes that are described in the 119 Psalms. So just to kind of look at where we are in that verses chapter 3, as we've talked about, I hope you're following along, and if not, you can certainly go back and and listen to all the other episodes on the Song of Solomon. But as we finish up chapter three, I just want to review um, the idea of the letter Gimel because as as I started out saying that there are eight chapters in the Song of Solomon and the eighth letter in the Hebrew alphabet is the letter Het. And the idea that we need to learn these statutes and, you know, even at the end of the the, the 119th Psalm, right, that our lips will utter praise when we have learned thy statutes. And so that word statutes is a het and it's followed by a kuf. And the idea of that is our marriage to God, which has a lot to do with the third chapter of the Song of Solomon, obviously, our union And then our holiness, which also has to do with our proximity. And as we get closer to God, we obviously uh, would require to be holy. And so in order for us to even have that happen, we need the third chapter in the Song of Solomon. As we'll review a minute, I just want to think about that in the whole idea of the progression of the first chapter being representative of the letter Aleph, and the second chapter being representative of the letter Bet, and so here we find ourselves representative of the letter Gimel, and so to me this verse is significant when it comes to idea of the Gimel, and so if you review those verses in the 119th Psalm, the Gimel section, the third section, I think it's really helpful because you might remember that you know in the Gimel section it starts out with, deal bountifully with thy servant according to thy word. Right, and so in our own way, we're asking, we're seeking. Like you, you, you might remember how the Song of Solomon three starts out by night on my bed, I sound him, I sought him, whom my soul loveth. In fact, the first three or four verses are all about seeking Jesus. Well, the second verse in the gimel section is open our eyes to behold wondrous things out of thy law, and even uh, the fourth verse being, you know. Our souls break for the longing of thy statutes that has at all times, right? So, all that you can tell the seeking that has to do with the letter Gimmo, which very much is connected to the idea of prosper. But in order to prosper, you first got to be looking. <laughs> if you're going to get gold, you obviously got to dig. And when you think about what's happening in the third chapter, you know, from the point that by night on my bed I sought my the one whom my soul loveth. And you might remember then she went about the city, and then she asked the watchman if she could find him. But then when she found Jesus, when she found Solomon, she held him and would not let him go until she'd taken him into, you know, her house and the chamber where her mother conceived her. And it's really this beautiful picture of right? That the Gimmel section of how are we going to be prospered? Well, it starts out with be seeking. And then, of course, it goes into this amazing idea of who's this coming out of the wilderness. And they were rich. You know, Israel was rich as they came out of the wilderness. Jesus was rich as he came out of the point of tempting with Satan. Moses was rich after he came down the mountain. Um, you know, the idea as we go through this testing, then, you know, after we we our marriage, we, we you know Jesus is going to make us rich. Well, you might remember as we studied the gimel and we talked about the gimel that the idea of that is it looks like a foot, and that foot is chasing after the dollar to give back what's been stolen from it, right? And when you think about this verse excuse me, when you think about this chapter as the idea of, you know, Jesus chasing after us to give us back what's been stolen, it seems to fit along these lines just perfectly. But the other aspect of the Gimel section of the 119th Psalm has to do with this humbling, right? You know, it, where it and if you remember in the Gimel section, it says, thou hast rebuked the proud curse, which do ravage thy commandments you know, and then roll away our reproach and contempt for thy judgment, you know, for we guard thy testimony. So the idea of the gimmel is when you get rich, you also have a tendency to get proud. And and so something has to happen in order you f- to get <laughs> humbled, which is kind of what happens in the gimmel section. But when you think about what happens at the end of the gimmel section of the third chapter of the Song of Solomon, remember, this is the part where we're going to behold Jesus' crown of thorns, it will literally we placed on his head, see, humbling us that we can get to this place of the Dalit. Because as we head in head into chapter four, we're gonna go into the Dalid chapter. And when you think about the letter Dalid, it starts out the first verse in the Dalit section is my soul cleaves to the dust. In other words, we've got to be humbled in order to get to the point where you know we are the beloved. Because the Dalid is the word that that jesus uses throughout the song of solomon when he refers to his love it is dalet vav dalet which is a you know that idea of this humbled servant but also the beloved one and the the vav is sort of a delighting in the loving one which is that idea of daviding or david you know even his word was the beloved right and he was the one who you know was after god's own heart So as we enter into the Dalit section, as we begin to take up this, um, you know, we we can't help but think that, wow, God has given us this phenomenal riches, just unbelievable what he's given us in his word. And, And a friend of mine at Bible study was at this morning, actually, Harold, you know, said it's like the bum that's out there lying in the garden, excuse me, in the gutter when he's got the key to the mansion that's behind him that's unbelievable, but for some reason he sleeps in the gutter. Well, here we are with Bibles everywhere. We have information superhighway. We can study things that used to take people years to research. We can find out in milliseconds. Yet, so often we find ourselves sleeping in the gutter when we have these unbelievable riches. We have unbelievable riches when it comes to the, of, of the information that's available to us on the Word of God. It's unbelievable but yet we have to get to that place where our souls cleave to the dust, right? And so by seeing, I really, really really love the way the third chapter ends, that we, we see the crown with which Jesus was crowned by his people, his mother, meaning me, right? And, and, and that he delighted, I, I just can't get over that, he, he it was in the day of his disposals, in the in the in the delight of his heart, right that 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 he would take on that that crown that we could be espoused to him, that that we could be in this possession of the het, right that that we have Jesus in our heart is that idea of the het. And now, if we could just get close, then we are going to be heading into our statutes as we head into the fourth chapter. And, and so, I thought it was cool to. Just, go back and think about, wow, how did this third chapter relate to the idea of the letter gimmel and how does it get us closer in our search of what are these statutes? Thank you for listening.